If you die in a video game, do you die in real life?、Hmm. Do goats scream like men because bad people get reincarnated as goats? Answers to these questions and more on this episode of This Paranormal Life. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. It is Tuesday once again. You're joined by your two favorite paranormal investigators in the whole wide city state area. Yeah, outside. The city, there are much better ones than us. Much more handsome, much more、uh, intelligent. My name is Kit Greer. This guy's name is Roy Pars. Welcome, Roy. Thank you. Good to be here. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty amped up, actually. Yeah.、Um, I'm itching for a taste of the paranormal. More, <laughs> I've got more than a taste. I've got the whole pot. <laughs> I'm drowning. <laughs> I can't breathe. You know when you leave rice on the Cooker for too long and it starts to boil over, so you have to turn off the gas. There's、yeah. no turning off this gas. The rice <laughs> and the is rice is a、over. ghoul. <laughs> It's an angry ghoul, and he doesn't like being boiled. <laughs> and he doesn't like rice either. <laughs> doesn't like the comparison.、Uh, as always, we're just going to jump right into it. No faffing about with this one. Absolutely not. The year. Is 1996, and John Edmonds and his wife Joyce are just a regular couple. Nothing weird about them. John's a therapist and a psychiatrist, and、okay. his wife Joyce is a former FBI agent. Nothing, nothing weird. Just the huge. Just the huge. You know, just like my mum and dad. Exactly. One of them goes off in the morning to、uh, consult people about their emotional problems, and the other one hides goddamn alien secrets. Yeah. Who's to say the man shouldn't go?、Um, you know, give that little alien boy some therapy. You know, swap swap the roles、That's、up a little、true. bit. I'd like to see like a reality TV show,、uh, wife swap style TV show, where、right. we send this psychiatrist <laughs> to the FBI. Area fifty one. Yeah,、uh, he had to die, and we send. An he was、FBI. exposed to some very classified information. And he had to be killed <laughs> before the show was aired. This couple, well, they've been saving their hard earned for a long time to do what we all dream of doing—to buy a ranch in Arizona. Oh, right, yeah. And I guess you know when you've seen too much as an FBI agent, you just want out. You want out of the business. You want away from it all. You want to go to a ranch in in the wilderness. Exactly. Why did they want all that space? I hear you ask. For I didn't ask. A very normal, very nice reason.、Uh, they wanted to start an animal rescue center for rescued horses and dogs. That is nice. That's extremely wholesome. Again, you know, you've done some bad shit in your life, maybe as an FBI. I no judgment here. No judgment. Who hasn't? You, you know, you you partner. You slit a few alien throats. You know, you've、um, slit. Take you human throats, yeah, maybe for that matter. You've maybe overturned a couple Middle Eastern democracies or something like that. Listen, who, who hasn't? hasn't? Who hasn't?、Uh, you know, we'll make up for that click of a finger.、Uh, you know, given Fido over here and <laughs>、um, Ponyta a nice little retirement. Oh, I don't、so. know why. Why do they want to set up an animal rescue ranch in the middle of nowhere? That sounds like the small print is. I want to kill more animals. <laughs> I want to eat them when they die. <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. I want、This、to rescue a- them to a <laughs> point where no one can hear them scream. <laughs> I want to rescue them so good they want to die. Because you're also moving to a place where presumably animals aren't in any sort of danger. Well, that's the、true. wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I would have imagined. I mean, I've never been to Arizona. I've been to near Arizona,、right. and it was hot as shit, and、yeah. nothing lived there. Now I don't believe all of Arizona is like that, but it's probably pretty uncomfortably hot. Right, so why make a little petting farm there? 
I don't know. You don't set up a zoo in the jungle. It doesn't work. They already live there. (laughs) (laughs) You just put a little fence around them and you've got a zoo, I guess. I know what you mean. Yeah, the, the point of a zoo is you take animals from where they do not belong to sorry you take them from where they belong to where they do not belong <laughs> right and put a fence around them so they can't escape you almost let it slip that you believe all animals should be caged and zooed <laughs> <laughs> well you see what you want to do with all animals really those unpredictable little bastards <laughs> tigers all of them they have those animal minds not like us humans i'm scratching my armpits at this point <laughs> eating a banana <laughs> not like us humans <laughs> You're shitting. You're shitting now. And you're throwing it, (laughs) to say the least. You have to leave. I grab your wrist. Get your damn hands (laughs) off me, you filthy ape. (laughs) You're a monkey, sir. (laughs) And so they did start their business, and they called it Stardust Ranch. Ooh, that's a good name. Driving to their new home, they were not prepared for the horrors that awaited. The previous residents hadn't even moved out their shit. Oh, I mean, good. can you believe this? The Stardust Ranch was already a disaster. More like shit dust ranch. Nice. So John calls the agent and says, what gives? They say, all right, all right. I'll, it'll be gone in a few hours. Not to worry. Unbelievable. John takes off for a couple hours, drives away. When he comes back, stuff is out of the house. Until he goes round to the back. What in the blue hell? All of their stuff has been dumped into the pool in the back. Wait, all of whose stuff? All of the original residents' stuff. So it's not oh, gone. So they just took the... it out of the house and dumped it in the pool. Very much so. Right. Furious, John calls the agent again, but they say, we haven't been round yet. But the gate's locked and the site is secure. Who moved the stuff? Okay. So they might have like a merry little prankster. They don't really know at this stage. <laughs> right. It wasn't on his mind for long because no sooner had John cleaned out the pool and heaved everything out himself when he turned around to face the ranch and there was a man with a machete staring at John. Jesus, that escalated quickly. (laughs) He said, I live here. (laughs) John decided the man was insane but calmly asked him to leave saying, I'm the new owner, gotta leave. The man... Yeah, John's the same one. I bought this. It's called Stardust Ranch. <laughs> uh, the man understood this and started to walk away, which I feel like he backed down very quickly from yeah. standing over a man with a machete. He turned to him and he said, You're going to wish I lived here. There are monsters on this property and I kill them. Okay. Needless to say, John was far more terrified of this man than any monsters. Right. But he kept an eye out anyway. For monsters? Yes. Well, Joyce and John did enjoy the next couple of years pretty quietly. Jesus. Okay, that's... We're zipping past. Yeah. They raised animals on the ranch and basically enjoyed the good life. What kind of animals do you know? I think just horses and dogs. Okay. Horses and dogs. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, There were orbs, however... (laughs) A lot of orbs. I just thought it was weird that they raised horses and dogs before you even got to the uh-huh. orbs. At first they thought they were flashlights in the distance, but these orbs would zoom off into the night at superhuman speed. Okay. Now, if you listen to episode 42, you will know all about orbs at Skinwalker Ranch. Right. Isn't Similar right? case. Yes. Haunted Ass Ranch. Haunted Ass Ranch. Uh, yeah. Family buy it. Try and move in. Haunted by orbs. Don't work. They tried deadlocking both the inside and the outside of the doors. That <laughs> did not work. Could have guessed that. These people also have dogs. And in the Skinwalker Ranch case, the dogs got incinerated. I didn't want to bring this up. 
and I don't want to alarm anyone, but to remind you, these orbs have come to a dog rescue center. <laughs> the worst place. It is harvest season <laughs> for these f***ing orbs. It's a feeding frenzy. God damn it. People should know by now what a terrible idea it is to gather a collection of puppies <laughs> in the desert. I mean, that alone is a bad idea, paranormal or otherwise. <laughs> I know. I mean, people say this city is a bad place for a dog. No, the Arizona desert is it a bad like place for a dog. It sounds like these people also don't know a shit about running a ranch. If you were talking to them, you're like, oh, you're going to start up a ranch? Yeah, we're going to start one out in the desert. Start by breeding horses and puppies. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Like any cattle, sheep, goats? No. Don't see much use for them. We can ride around on the puppies. <laughs> and the horses will mostly stay in the house with us, keep us company. Eccentric old man, like rancher, just crowd surfing on a sea of puppies. <laughs> Whoa! Down the valley. Stardust! Stardust! Star. <laughs> puppies Machetes in both clearly hands. exhausted. <gasps> and this is exactly why they didn't tell anyone about the orbs for a long time. Because they were trying to build a respectable rescue business and didn't want to scare anyone off. But eventually it just became impossible to hide. Right. Horses and animals were turning up mutilated on the ranch. Eyes, tongues removed. And oh these God. were consistent with the kind of other mysterious cattle mutilations we've talked about before. Just no uh, obvious human cause. Yeah. No real natural cause. And that's when the greys arrived. No. At first, they thought they were having dreams. In the middle of the night, three-foot-tall alien greys with large heads and eyes would enter the room. The aliens were mostly interested in Joyce, John's partner, but because during these visitations, Joyce could not move or make a noise, they fit the description of night terrors. Oh, I see. I see. Until after one realistic dream, where Joyce had been injected by one of the greys... In the morning, she looked down to her arm and there was an injection wound on her forearm. That was no dream. Okay. Night. <laughs> so you're laughing. I, don't, I just don't know what funny. to say. I, don't, I really don't know what to say. Do you have like a photo or anything? Um, yeah, I do actually. Hold on. Are you serious? <laughs> you punch me and run? <laughs> you punch me in the face. I stab your arm with a hypodermic needle. <laughs> Here is pulled from his Facebook page. Right. Um, here are some examples of... Uh, bruising. A, some bruising on the forearm. Now, this is... If anyone has been to a nurse to get bloods taken, yeah. sometimes they can um, f*** it up, basically, yeah. and it causes bruising... Smash, you, at, smash your body at the point of entry. These so, aliens don't look like they know what blood is, <laughs> and they were just kind of stabbing John randomly in the arm. To see what he would do. <laughs> We will come back to more photo evidence. Okay. Uh, but okay. I just wanted to show you that I'm not f***ing kidding around here. All right, all right. And there are photos. Night after night, visitation after visitation, the Edmonds woke to new and horrible injuries. I will provide you with some photographic evidence. So that's all there was. There was just that tiny little bit you had to say before you showed me more photographic evidence. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> You'll see the evidence when it's ready. The evidence is ready! <laughs> the time is now! <laughs> It started with minor lacerations, scarring, like the stuff you're seeing here. Little scars. Uh, it started getting a little bit more gnarly. Uh, this photo is captioned, this is why I want to move from okay. 26th of August, 20, 2017. This is very recent. This is an actual Facebook post as well. You're it on is. a man's Facebook page. Yeah, a live page. There are people commenting, reacting with shocked emojis. 
Good God. Uh, so just to give you a picture of John, here's John. There he is. Yep. Looking good. Uh, uh, a hefty man with a yeah. silver mustache. Trustworthy eyes. Here is uh, Joyce, I assume. Joyce, hefty woman <laughs> to match. Blonde hair, curly. You look like a nice couple. If she Smiley. used to work for the FBI, why can't she sort this junk out? She must have like a laser gun or something, right? That she can, or bust them or some, some contacts that can help them. Well, you remember what the FBI stands for. Famous, Please. but uh, incompetent. I couldn't right. remember that myself for a second, <laughs> but that's what it stands for. Famous, but uh, ignorant. <laughs> Imposters. So hopefully that wet your appetite. I mean, I'm drenched. On with the story. That wasn't a dip. You <laughs> held my head under the water. Water So the bubbles me. stopped. <laughs> One night, John woke to hear his dogs barking. They had attacked a grey that was trying to infiltrate their house. Well, the dogs seemed pretty unscathed after the grey got away. But just one week later, the dogs dropped dead. Why do you... Why would... Why do you think that this is a little taste of what's happening? You're, you're, it's so full on <laughs> what you're saying right now. This isn't like alluding to something at all. You're saying the dogs bit an alien. It's because if you lost your shit at this, you would borderline oh pass God. out at what I'm about to tell you. Okay. I have I'll... to keep my cool for a little while. <laughs> This is just another horrifying similarity to the case of Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. So I mean, you know, that never happened in Skinwalker Ranch. But the dogs died. They did, yeah. From God. orbs. <laughs> you said it was a grey. Yeah, this time. <laughs> so, okay. you know, John's thinking, inject my wife, that's one thing, but kill my dogs. <laughs> so John's thinking, hell, you want to kill someone, inject my <laughs> wife. <laughs> Like, riffing with the aliens? Uh, John had had enough, and he claimed he was going to, quote, respond with the most violent behavior possible. Okay. He bought a legit arsenal of weapons to defend himself with. Guns, knives, whatever it would take. Right, slightly redundant if he bought the guns. Close quarters. On more than one occasion, he kept greys at bay from the ranch by opening fire on them in the middle of the night. <laughs> Until sunrise, he's riding a horse bareback, <laughs> blasting two AKs through yeah. the fields at Alien Greys, trying to take the abduct the puppies. And I know what you're thinking. He didn't see any aliens. He was shooting at nothing. Right. Well, you couldn't be more wrong. John went toe-to-toe with the Greys more than once. With Alien Greys breaking in, John wielded a samurai sword and impaled one of the three-foot bastards right there on his doorstep. The grey was extremely wounded, but disappeared instantly and inexplicably. Oh, yeah. Not long after... Without leaving a trace of evidence. Not long after, John uploaded this photograph to Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you're laughing. What we're seeing is a samurai sword (laughs) lying in a puddle of barbecue sauce. (laughs) No! Sir, do you know what goes that specific color of brownie red as dried alien blood is it really i'm sorry you're doubting the veracity of this photo very much so why is the sword not covered at all it it is covered i will zoom in for you there we are you can see where he impaled him here that is not a lot of barbecue sauce on that sword that's uh that's approximately four inches of of, uh blood why does he have a samurai sword 
to protect himself against alien greys? Sorry, stupid question. I mean, don't f***ing ask if, uh, if I've told you already. I mean, listen. Katana to my throat. <laughs> Watch what you say, powers. I didn't know you could backflip. Um, and as you say, this is a live uh, Facebook post. Uh, the links will be in the uh, Patreon show notes if you're interested. You can literally friend John Edmonds on Facebook right yeah. now if you wish. We will say, while we, as professional paranormal investigators, have to tear apart the people we investigate, we urge you to treat this case with the utmost sensitivity. Of course. Plus, so, we've already doxed so it, him. <laughs> we got off, we it? bled him dry like an alien bastard. So uh, there ain't a penny left. I've taken a f***ing <laughs> katana to his BTC wallet. Uh, so to take you through, uh, as you would imagine, there are active comments. This is an active discussion. Of course. This was posted just March last year. Uh, Whose blood? Someone commented. Shocked emoji. John replied, Gray, I killed 13th of the third 17 that attacked me outside my carport door. Uh, someone said, the body? Question mark. John replied, grabbed by the two that fought me with it and disappeared. Some residual tissue and fluids left on the sword. This person replied, they didn't want you to keep the body, huh? F*** off, he replied. <laughs> All Too <caps>. many questions. <laughs> Call my lawyer. Sword emoji, sword emoji. <laughs> Ninja emoji. John replied, no, unless you cut the head off and disconnect the antenna, so to speak, they instantly, quote, phone home. Even with a razor sharp sword, it is nearly impossible to decapitate them with one swing. Right. 17 thumbs up. How does he know this? Uh, because he's been plagued by greys for okay, several years right. at this point. Dumb question again, sorry. There's always more where that came from. This is the 19th time I've been through this. I've had dozens of conflicts here, so I don't really concern myself about preserving fluids anymore. Is that, like, his fluids or their fluids? <laughs> is he trying to explain why he doesn't mind that he peed himself when they showed up? It looks like you pissed yourself. I am not concerned with the preservation of fluids I've in this fight or flight situation. <laughs> He's crying so hard. <laughs> so, I want to know where he's hiding these swords. <laughs> really badly. So you think it's like there's one... What do you think? Like, like, if you play the piano, you try and hit a key, and it's like... <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And you, like, open it up, and it's like spring-loaded katana. It's like, or it's just so over the top that it's inconvenient. You're, like, opening the drawers to get sugar for your tea and just... Mountains of swords are like pouring out. Like, Nunchuck, shuriken, yeah, <laughs> goddamn kunai. <laughs> so you've heard of close encounter of the third kind. Well, this is actually kind of cool. You've heard that phrase before. I didn't know, but this scale that close encounters are rated on is known as the Hynex scale. And what John has experienced here is actually a close encounter of the sixth kind. You thought three was tough. And while we're on the subject, do you know what the highest level is on this scale? The first kind? The seventh kind. What? It goes up? You gotta have a baby with an alien. So it's like, one is fine then. One is like, I think... A high five or something. No, no, that's like seeing a UFO in the night sky from very far away. Oh! Uh, I can't remember what two is. Three is you have to be within 500 feet of an alien craft right. so that you can reasonably distinguish with your own sight that it is not mistakably a fighter plane or something. Right. Then there's close encounter of the third base, which is jacking it <laughs> in a on a ranch or plane. I mean, you joke, but level seven is f***ing <laughs> an alien and, and burying its child. So pretty neat. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest, and now this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a life licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. Actually, John actually claims that they don't just have scars from these alien attacks, but they have also contracted diseases. He said his wife has a thyroid disease and he has diabetes, despite no family history. You know who else had hyperthyroidism? Terrer. <laughs> It's so unconnected. It's all linked, people. I really hope that was something to do with Skinwalker Ranch, but it's that's as circular fine. as the flat earth. <laughs> and as John explained, you know, people want to know where's the body. But as he says, all three greys who came to the house phoned home. Right. And disappeared. However, as we see in the photo, there was indeed blood and flesh left on the sword. So, I know you say that shit was barbecue. I see you shaking your head over there, son of a bitch. So. So John contacted Michigan-based biophysicist and crop circle investigator, Dr. W.C. Levengood. Okay. Who had already been investigating soil samples from the ranch. Why? Because he's a crop circle expert. Okay. I did do some uh, digging on Mr. Levengood. He does have peer-reviewed research. He, you know, okay. he, he, biophysicist, he hasn't just worked on alien cases. It seems to be something of a pet project of his. Right. Those peers so, are greys, but... <laughs> <laughs> he is a real doctor. No one questioned that because it's real. Okay, okay. Uh, definitely don't worry about that. <laughs> I guess he heard about the ranch, wanted to sample some of the soil because this was something he was working on. In the UFO community, he's quite famous. And Dr. Levengood claimed that within this sample was the holy grail of alien evidence. He had found hemoglobin in the blood, not from Earth, and that they needed to investigate it further. 
John was pleased to hear this, obviously. His, his findings were validated. His alien blood was validated. But a while passed and John didn't hear anything further from Dr. Levengood. That's weird, because he seemed really excited about it. As John oh, attempted to contact him, it was revealed that he had died suddenly and tragically, leaving all of his research incomplete. How did he die? I'll get to it. <laughs> John did find another scientist to investigate some of the samples from the ranch. He claimed to... <laughs> this scientist claimed that he used a special kind of electric light... Not right. Wrong. ...that uh, examined invisible stains around John's home. No. Invisible stains from electric lights. Is it a UV? Is it a UV light? Maybe. However, he did say that to complete a proper analysis of these invisible stains would cost upwards of $12,000. Coincidental. John invited him on Coast to Coast AM and he said, let's go on the air, talk about this and we'll raise funds through crowdfunding to pay for this research. Uh, The scientist said no. (laughs) How did he die? The timing of Dr. Levengood's death is very inconvenient and maybe even suspicious and indeed, some have speculated that he might have known too much. I'm worried he knows too little for a doctor. The bar's... (laughs) Just like someone coming to him being like, I am uh, in a really bad place um, and I'm thinking about darkness just all the time, really. And he's just poking like barbecue sauce (laughs) with a plastic spoon. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Take a couple paracetamol and call me back tomorrow. You'll be fine. Just a minute. I'm dealing with the holy grail over here. He's sniffing soil. (laughs) Holding a vial of barbecue sauce. (laughs) The Holy Grail. It says HP on the freaking <laughs> label. <laughs> Did the powers that uh, that be get to him? We do not know. I will point out he was 88 years old. Right. And his loved ones... And died of being hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't necessarily rule out uh, extraterrestrial interference. It was his own car. The car, <laughs> the brake was not on it and it ran him over. No, according to his loved ones, he died peacefully. So uh, unless the FBI poisoned him. Right. It doesn't seem like a very... And uh, also, why would they do that? Because it's one of their own who's being messed with. Maybe she so. defected. You think so? Could be. Mm. You know, she tried to get out too early, you know? Yeah, who leaves the FBI and goes to live on a ranch? You know who does that? People that end up f***ing orbed. Dead people and Edward Snowden (laughs) are the only two people. We haven't brought that f***er up in this podcast yet, but let's just set the record straight. He's a card. Yeah, I'm glad glad we're on the same page. He's a traitor. Yeah. Or maybe worst (laughs) of all, he's a nerd. Honestly. You know what people hate more than anyone in the world? Whistleblowers. Whistles are loud, shriekingly high pitched. Have you ever been around someone who's blown a whistle? It's such as that PE class at school. Jesus Christ. And it's awful. And who gave the nerd a whistle to begin with? It's insane. The nerd has the whistle blown in his face. And and, and this is, you know, because didn't he, wasn't he in the fucking Marines or some shit? This is the point of him. He's everywhere. He's in our goddamn phones right now. He's he's unstoppable. He's he's omnipotent. He's everywhere. Unbelievable. He is the Agent Smith of the real world. If you guys haven't masking taped your webcam on your laptop yeah. snowden is jacking off to you right now <laughs> i'll tell you that right now no word of a lie snowden is legit <laughs> can i back out of this joke <laughs> don't even blink or your bit wallet will be empty <laughs> keep little matchsticks in your eyes focus on your 
Coinbase portfolio, <laughs> let Snowden snatch it. We're very bitter about Snowden. We're scared of him, to be honest. Honestly. However, to add fuel to the fire of this particular conspiratorial theory, John and his wife do claim to have been visited by men in black shortly after the death of Dr. Levengood. She is a woman in black. They arrived at the ranch in black unmarked cars. Right. And quietly advised John not to go public with any information. Okay. John decided to go extremely public with everything he had. He'd be on radio shows all over the place, paranormal TV and radio shows, the whole works. Now, of course, all of this publicity has attracted cryptid hunters, paranormal investigators, and alien detectives and crackheads from all corners of the United States. I will now present to you some of the evidence that they have gathered on Stardust Ranch. Okay. This is more barbecue sauce, I swear to God. Feast your eyes on this. Jesus Christ, Kit. No. No, 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 I don't no. know what you're shaking your head at. Kit has just shown me a picture of a ranch where very close in the foreground of this picture <laughs> is uh, a very close-up alien toy pushed against the lens of a camera. <laughs> look like an alien gray has magically popped up into the front of this frame i mean it's so close you know whenever you're you try to take a photo of something with your iphone so close that it's blurry and yeah. you have to actually retract from the image that's how close this alien is to the camera it's so bad that is abysmal so that one didn't really uh convince you eh well wrap your noggin around this all right this is a video of the ranch and there's... What is that? Something in the It's field. a three-foot grey, I think you'll find. <laughs> it's very far away, so... Why doesn't he zoom? Are you f***ing kidding me? Is that supposed to be a ship? The alien... Oh my god. So the alien just got lifted up into a spaceship. And then the ship is presumably... Yep, there it goes. Millennium Falcon style. Gone over the bushes. Wow. He's still filming for some reason. <laughs> That was somehow worse than the last one. I uh, I don't really know what you want because you know what I'm gonna just a little uh, bit of advice I guess for future podcasts. Th this point, the evidence section of a show is usually uh, when you present <laughs> media that would help win over your argument. Mm -hmm. You have shot yourself in the dick, sir, with <laughs> this evidence. You have absolutely. <laughs> wrapped a noose around your neck and shot yourself. This is bad. I uh, I don't know what you want me to do. You made me want to stop believing in aliens altogether. And start believing in greys. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you want me to do because, you know, sometimes on this podcast we just don't have any evidence. Right. And I've So brought, you made it yourself? <laughs> I brought to you uh, a footage of an alien boarding a craft. Terrible. Just awful. And that's not good enough for you somehow? No, that's not even a close encounter of the first kind. That's a negative three. Okay. Don't look so upset. You knew this was going to come. You knew this was going to happen when you showed me that. Yeah, close the laptop. Mm. You know what? No, it's fine. You know what, actually? It's this actually month, fine. I'm taking all the Patreon money. I'm taking all the money because you don't deserve it. This was weak and bad. That's, uh, that's what my parents I said. I hope we lose subs for this. That's what my parents said whenever I showed them the presentation uh, before we recorded. So, I guess. 
everyone's right. Yep. I'm a fucking loser. Fuck. Yeah, I've actually been talking to them. We think it's time you should you should actually leave London. Really? Yeah, and go and uh, go state your aunts. Really? Because this has been going on for a fucking while now, and it's getting worse. Yeah, the evidence. But I'm I'm and everything. I mean, I'm like no. Okay, let me see where this leaves me because I really thought that was going to win you over. So, needless to say, John wants rid of this ranch, and he, uh, he's, you know, he's lived there for many years at this point, and he doesn't want to be fighting aliens with katanas into retirement. Uh, so, the ranch is up for sale. Uh, right. jo- John listed it for two point five million. God damn it, John! It goes without saying, no one bought it. Right. However, it did attract the attention of one researcher, Mr. Robert Bigelow. No, it didn't. This is insane. Now, you guys might remember the name because Robert is the self-same man who bought Skinwalker Ranch a few episodes ago. That's mad. Yeah, Robert Bigelow. I want to do a whole episode on this guy because I've seen him pop up in so many different yeah, stories. this guy seems interesting. It's crazy. That's right. So he wanted, Robert Bigelow wanted to investigate the paranormal claims behind John's story. However, the deal fell through for unknown reasons leading many to believe that Robert discovered the whole thing was a hoax. Right. The property was taken off the market. In light of new evidence, the ranch is back on the market for double the price at $5 million. And Bigelow is reportedly in talks with John once again. Are you serious? And, you know, John is just continuing to this day to upload hard-hitting evidence uh, regarding this case. He's written a book about his experiences called The Ascension Code, including such experiences as the time they tried to abduct him and he had to let rip on their mothership with an AK-47. <laughs> At least it wasn't a fart. Someone also needs to explain to John how economics works. If you put a house on the market for $2 million and it doesn't sell, don't go, all right, all right, we'll call it $4 million and I'll give you a throw in a free puppy. I, I love the Bigelow, though, was like, you devilish bastard. I'm back in the market at five mil. You know, and, and I know what the listeners at home are thinking. How can I visit Stardust Ranch? How can I see an alien gray? Well, you can visit. They do accept visitors. Uh, although it does get very busy. John recently had this to say in a post online, quote, Love having visitors plan a trip to Stardust Ranch and check out all the weird stuff that happens on the ranch, but drop-in visits are a different story. From this day forth, anybody who wishes to drop in expect- unexpectedly will be charged $500 per visit. Last night, I had an individual sitting outside my front gates from 10 p.m. until at least 11. Come on, people. Not cool. Also, a good way to get arrested. Or worse, we live here. This isn't Alien Disneyland or friggin' Walmart. We are not open 24 hours a day. Be thoughtful. Even the aliens get pissed off when you act thoughtlessly. That's not real. That's so, no. So if you're going going to insist on instant gratification, you're going to be charged for it. Exception made for Publishers Clearinghouse. If you want to award us a gazillion dollars, you can drop in any time. That's not how this works. John, Jesus Christ. If you book in advance, sure, I can go have a word with the greys and see if they'll be interested in swinging around in the evenings. So, no, don't even ask me. Don't, don't even ask me. Don't I've, you dare. Uh, <laughs> don't you dare. I've, I feel like I've presented a case. Right. No, barely. I've at least talked for 40 minutes. <laughs> at the least. Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. I've talked and you've listened. Okay, that's true. It's actually, I was finding it pretty hard to zone out despite my best wishes. <laughs> um, 
what are your instant thoughts? Just right off the bat, just, you know, whatever just comes to mind first, uh, thoughts and feelings, positive or otherwise, right. uh, about the kind of, just the just like unexplainable really goings on. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, this is a lie. This whole thing is a lie. John has made up stories. I don't know why. I don't think he's doing a lot at the ranch. I think him trying to sell the ranch for $5 million isn't something that you do when you're being haunted by aliens so hard that you need to kill them with katanas. That's when you want to move so bad, you give the ranch away for free. That's not how, that is not how this works. Mm. You don't go to a house, that, like, you don't move into an abandoned orphanage on the night where 20 years ago a maniac killed all the children in there and then go, oh man, this, every year, you know, the kids come alive and try and take your eyes. Um, I should put this on the market for a couple million. This is wild. You get the hell out of there before those little bastards take your eyes. That's how this works. So I think jacking up the prices is ludicrous. Uh, this being said, um, I think what we've really taken away from that is that people, we need to crank up the Patreon donations <laughs> so we can go to Stardust Ranch. Hell yeah. He said it's only $500 a night. To see John drunkenly stammer around the fields dressed as a gray. And potentially shoot us with a rifle. <laughs> and for a mere thaw, we, we can, can spend go. your hard-earned money <laughs> on a gray goose chase. I would love to. <laughs> and that's right, we're going to be drinking gray goose by the bottle. Um, that I would love to see that as a Patreon tier. We don't have any tiers. No, we don't have any goals yet. No. If you can think of any fun goals that we can put, let us know. Yeah. Maybe that'd be funny. Go to a one of these sites or something. Yeah. What about you? You've, you've presented this case to me. I've obliterated it in front of your eyes. I've torn it up, took a dump on it, as, as it deserves to have done upon it. Um, what are your vibes? I pay John <laughs> a lot for the, for the goose on this one. Right. Uh... So it's not that I don't agree with you. I just feel financially indebted to right. this being like real. Bad idea. You know, bad know, reason just, to say something is true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a bad thing to do, but here I am. I'm going to go ahead and say I think this week is a double no. Yeah. Am I out of place in saying that? I think it's a double no this week. As much as it hurts oh, my freaking wallet man. to say that. It was close, though. <laughs> Listen, we thought Skinwalker Ranch was real, but this really you took know the what? biscuit. I, I'm almost ready to do a 180 on Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> I am on that little precipice, dancing around. I'm, yeah. I'm almost ready. Because what we do know is that Bigelow backed out of Stardust Ranch, but he did buy... Yeah, Skinwalker he went Ranch. full in on Skinwalker Ranch. Although, so. maybe after a bad experience with Skinwalker, he was uh, out of the ranch game for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that just about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, if you have your own experiences from Stardust, if you are John or yeah. Joyce, please do get in touch at thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. Prove us wrong. Of course, hit up the socials at Twitter at, uh, at thisparalife, facebook.com forward slash thisparanormallife. Our Patreon, as always, you can hit up the show notes for this episode. You can see John's uh, barbecue sauce-soaked katana, um, his wounds all over his body, which hopefully he didn't give to himself. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that. that didn't really go really there. really weird. Uh, the video that Rory got 
pretty visibly upset by uh, of the alien going UFO. All of this will be in the show notes. Right. You can get for just $2 a month. And if you want to get totally crazy, you can get bonus content from just $5 a month. Lastly, but not leastly, we do have a secret society on Facebook. Of so, course. You know, we actually had a bunch of people join after uh, last week's episode. Yeah. Which is amazing. Awesome. Newcomers. Yeah. Now, we do haze pretty harshly. <sighs> Very harshly. Yeah. Mostly with little knives. Um, but we, we are, obviously, it's an online group, so we can't uh, actually do any of it. So we just send you the knives and yeah. say, stab yourselves. Totally. That's just kind of the rite of passage. Um, and like John, we request video uh, evidence of that but absolutely uh jo- no barbecue sauce no more <laughs> of that shit all right because we keep getting that because we know what the color looks like now we, right we know the difference but yeah head on over to that uh that group um it's it's really thriving over there we've got like hundreds of people in there um in there every day all woke little sheeple <laughs> uh last of all i think we're gonna uh, thank some of the patreon supporters right here in the podcast absolutely so I would like to pledge our undying thanks to Thomas Byrne. Thomas Byrne me down, shiver me timbers. Thank you, Thomas, for supporting the Patreon. Imani Russell. Imani, you Russell, you hustle. And I don't want to make a fussle about you, but you're pretty great. Phil Witch. Phil Witch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you cast me into a... You put a spell on me that made me grateful. For your support. Because <laughs> otherwise I'm incapable of feeling <laughs> grateful. I mostly just feel pissed off. <laughs> pissed off and <laughs> horny. <laughs> Fly away. <laughs> Annie Granger. <clears throat> Annie Granger. We actually went cherry picking one day out in the forest. And um, she picked some good berries. She picked the largest berries of all. Didn't know that... um. They had stones in them, and uh, she died. Wow. So this is like a... She left... I assume this is this her, will. her will. This is her Holy estate. Holy shit. Yeah. The estate of Andy Green. Holy fuck. Oh, yeah. It says it right here. Alan Sharp. Alan Sharp. He's like a goddamn blade. It cuts to my heart. Thank you, Alan Sharp. Joshua Dalton. JD. Yeah. JD. Thank you, Jack Daniels. Ben Spruce. Ben Spruce. You have spruced yourself up for this very special occasion. My birthday! (laughs) Happy birthday to me! Kit didn't give me shit! He's actually wearing a suit in his profile picture here. There you go, he knew it was my (laughs) B-Day! Rick! Rick! Going from B-Day into (laughs) D-Day! Me and Rick served in the war! Brothers in arms! Lovers on farms! He stormed- We eloped! We got a ranch together. And mother was alarmed. <laughs> Mother's alarmed. These brothers at arms are lovers on farms. <laughs> Alexander Moore. Alexander Moore, more, more. Thank you so much for giving us more. We uh, appreciate your support. <laughs> Lucas Golino. Lucas, go lean on me. Because I'll always be here. I'm a little shoulder for you to cry on, <laughs> Lucas. Joe Leyland. Joe, you lay the land, you lay the goddamn sky for all I know. <laughs> you are a man who knows what's up, and we appreciate your support. Catherine Trulson. Catherine, you coward. When I tried to dodge the draft for the third time, Catherine was the one that grabbed me by my ear and marched me into the 
the recruitment agency and said, I've got you a little rat. <laughs> and that's how I started my <laughs> metal spangled military career. It was D-Day. <laughs> Freaking Catherine stormed the beach and I hid in the boat <laughs> until she saw what was happening and she dragged me out there. <laughs> Lastly, but not leastly, Richard Ernest Meter. Richard, you are an earnest man, and I feel like your meter's never-ending, and we appreciate your support immensely. Thank you to everyone that we've shout out in the podcast, and everyone that we haven't got around to just yet. Don't worry, your shout-outs are coming. Thank you for pledging on Patreon. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. That's the end of this week's podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Yo, listen up, here's a story about a little guy. The sound of you, like, picking up the gear and shutting the door in a blue world. I'm just like, can, you, can you help? Can you help me pack? <laughs> and everything is blue. I might become a New York for him and himself and everybody around. I don't know the lyrics. You ain't got nobody to listen, blue, listen, blue. <laughs> I'm blue nominee. Taba die, taba dee, taba die. I'm in need so, of a guy. And <laughs> so close, but so wrong. Yeah, yeah, I with the old in with the new. Yeah, 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 I with the normal in with the paranormal. Yo, what they want? Yo, I think they want. Ghost, 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 how you know? Cause they all be screaming, ghost, ghost, boom. They want ghost, 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 how you know? Cause they all be screaming, boo, boo, boo. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. <laughs> 